Welcome to the next edition of the Men of the City podcast. My name is Chris Taylor. I'm a pastor at the City Church, and we also have alongside of us... Joseph Ware. I'm a member here at the City. Trey Smith. And Andrew Rubinson. Okay, so a little bit of context. Um, I grew up in a total Santa household growing up. Um, not really Christian, you know, Christmas was all about, like, seriously, I was like 15 years old and I still had to tell my dad that um, I believed in Santa in order to receive my presents. Um, so um, as an adult, you know, fast forward 25-ish or so years, um, and being a believer, we really, <laughs> we really wanted to do Christmas well uh, with our kids uh, and really try to make Jesus, you know, really our focus. And so, um, I don't know, I guess about five or six years ago, um, we really, we, our church, you know, we're going through Advent Conspiracy, we're trying to do things well, uh, and uh, my wife, she had the idea, you know, looking online, that we would do a Jesse tree. Now, at the time, I just had, I think my eldest son was just turning four, somewhere around that three or four. Uh, my youngest son was a little over one, uh, and so... With the Jesse tree, we went all out. We were doing this, you know, very Pinteresty, uh, you know, Advent thing, and so we had ornaments and devotionals and everything. And so we get to like day two or so of the devotional, and we're talking about the fall. And so the ornament was this, you know, little glistening apple ornament that you would get from Hobby Lobby, and we put it in their tree, and you know, put it in the tree in their room, and you know, then the next day we go to do the you know, to go on to the next ornament. And we find out that the beautiful shiny red apple has this perfect, like, toddler-sized bite um, in it, which is appropriate for, you know, the fall and the wickedness of my child's heart. Uh, <laughs> and so, anyways, we, you know, and honestly, I think that in a way, we felt that that was more of like a Pinterest win, <laughs> having that uh, having that bite there. So, we, I mean, it, it, we had our, our ups and downs um, starting off, but... We've kind of tried a lot of things over the years. What 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 is a Jesse tree? Oh, what is a Jesse tree? Yeah. That's a that's a great question. Uh, so a uh, a Jesse tree. It's it's basically a um, sep. Well, some people do it separate. Some people do their actual Christmas trees as a Jesse tree. But the thought of it is that you are kind of like walking through the Old Testament. You know, kind of the Davidic line, and you're walking through the stories of the Old Testament and how that points to Jesus with. All sorts of like ornaments that depict okay. the stories and stuff. And it's so. apple. It wasn't a real apple, or no? It looked it looked okay. well. It okay. was so convincing enough apple. to uh, you know <laughs> an eighteen month old. Okay. So. Yeah, cool. I love that. I think that we've all got you know some of those uh, funny stories just from when our kids are toddlers and everything. Jackson, uh, I think his second Christmas toddled over to the tree and pulled it down on top of himself. So that's something that we'll just kind of live in infinite traumatic for, experiences. Yeah, good. absolutely. So he doesn't like Christmas to this day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess when we talk about like uh, Advent and how we celebrate, uh, you know, the the coming of Jesus and uh, Emmanuel, God with us and everything, it's just so important for us, uh, you know, to know even why it's important for us to uh, celebrate Advent. So uh, Ruben, can you want to tell us a little bit about why you think that it's important, at least for your household, to uh, focus this time and have some worship? Yeah, for sure. So um, Advent is uh, from uh, a Latin word meaning to come, uh, and it's a, a, a celebration 
of the coming of the arrival of Jesus, of God with us, um, as you just said. So it was the, uh, it's one of the penitential seasons of the church calendar, and it was originally, uh, or I guess still is the, the beginning of the church calendar year. So we start uh, with, the ad, with Advent and the build-up to Christmas, and um, we, uh, you know, then kind of culminate uh, in uh, Easter and the resurrection. So Advent then is a time where um, in the past uh, Christians would kind of uh, afflict themselves with, with woes. It was a very uh, somber uh, time. Uh, we don't really do that much anymore. Now it's a much more uh, oh, hopeful. Do. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a much more hopeful, uh, optimistic, exciting time uh, where we get to uh, look forward to prepare ourselves to celebrate uh, this miracle that God arrived on earth to save his people. Mm-hmm. And so that's why... Um, we do take the time to celebrate it. Uh, we, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit weird to think we're, we're anticipating something that's already happened. Um, but, uh, but it's, it's not as though we're, we're anticipating in a, as if we're trying to imagine that it hasn't happened. We're trying to, uh, anticipate, um, in, in, in a way that says we, uh, we remember where we've come from. We remember what God has done in us and in the world, and we're looking forward uh, to what he's going to continue to do, um, but specifically what he did uh, in that first Christmas when, when Jesus arrived. So we're looking uh, to it's kind of remember what's already happened, mm-hmm. which may sound a little bit confusing. Yeah, you bet. Well, that's good. Yeah, and it's good for us to know kind of the why before, you know, we even start talking a little bit about uh, about the how. Um, uh, for us, uh, Trey, same thing. We, you know, kind of set out to have this time of year be something that's, you know, really special, that's uh, kind of set apart in its own way, holy in its own way and everything. So we started, uh, I remember Sawyer around the same time that Jackson was born, read uh, Noel Piper's book, uh, God, I think it's called God in Our Traditions or something like that, that uh, kind of uh, challenged her in some ways to think as a mom, like, what are some of those, you know, regular rhythms that we can instill and kind of imbue into our holidays? And so we started thinking about all different types of things. So we've got an advent calendar where she has like, you know, not just uh, story lessons that we're going to read uh, through, but actually has little, you know, figurines or, you know, chocolates or something else like to kind of, you know, go along with each one of the stories. And we do that, um, you know, every year, you know, for our kids, trying to get them to have all these sensory things that they associate with the season. But in addition to that, we, you know, kind of go to the non, you know, uh, kind of specifically religious route too, of just considering like, what are those, you know, foods that we want for our kids to wake up to on, you know, the the mornings? How are we going to set time aside, you know, for uh, our family and everything too? So that that I think is really important. How do you guys, uh, you know, specifically, like how are y'all, whether you're just kind of starting, uh, you know, family or, you know, Trey uh, several years in, like what are those things that you're doing that kind of add significance to the holidays? Sure. Um so I'll start here. I, um, we, we haven't traditionally done a whole lot. It's been mostly uh, Whitley and me um, reading something together. Uh, try to do it 
uh, every day, but you know, sometimes it doesn't quite happen. But uh, nonetheless, it's, it was a uh, you know kind of a, a devotional format for us to uh, contemplate different things uh, about Christ Himself and in this uh, you know uh, this wonderful Savior that was going to arrive. And so we wanted to contemplate different aspects of Him. Um, this year we're doing something pretty similar. It's our first year with with a child. He's only six months, and so he doesn't really you know get much any uh, of it. But we still try to read it all together, and we do a lot more singing. And we figure he'll he'll at least pick up on that, and um, yeah, and, and hope great. yeah, hopefully we'll uh, remember that in, in in the future that that was something that we always did as we were singing in, in anticipation and celebration of the coming of Christ. I mean, for us, I mean, things have kind of evolved for us a little bit over the years. Um, like I said, we started off really, I, I don't want to say that we were, that we started off overshooting, um, but um, <laughs> maybe we did. Um, like I said, like, like there was, there was some purity in us wanting to do things well, but also I know that I carried in a lot of baggage early on with our kids of, um, of being kind of reactionary. Um, I did, I seriously did grow up as a kid and I know this isn't everyone's experience and some people are like, you know, it it is perfectly cool to be pro, you know, Jesus and pro Santa, you know, and all of that. But I grew up as a kid where, um, those things like Santa, Easter bunny, stuff like that. Um, I really did in my mind categorize Jesus with those figures. Uh, and so when those figures went away to me, I, I remember having, actual thoughts of like, oh, okay, well, I guess Jesus is kind of that way too. Mm. Um, and so, mm. um, so a lot of early on, it was kind of reactionary, uh, where we really just wanted to do it right, you know? <laughs> and, and, uh, what we have, you know, found over the, the years. So we went all out, you know, we had our Jesse tree, maybe multiples. Uh, we had, you know, we had all these things that we were trying to do, but then like Christmas day would come and I would seriously just be like there, I would, I wouldn't have, um, necessarily have like a worshipful spirit. I would kind of be like, all right, like looking to see my kids as the end product, you know, uh, now did they get it? You know, now, now are they, you know, are they like waking up like, we don't want our presence, Father. We want to worship the king, you know, um, and I'm kind of looking for that. And like, and I realized a couple of years in um, that, wow, you know, I, I'm, I am missing the point itself. What is it that I actually really want? I want my kids to know that Jesus is their king. Um, who has who has um, left his throne to come and save them, and he's coming back again. You know, and that's what I want them to know. And those same things, kind of like you were saying, Chris, of like of rhythms and traditions and things that they will look back to and see that this is that we valued, we showed them the love of Jesus in those things. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of um, we still do th- do things like um, some of the stuff that we do these days. Um, Shannon always has something she does during the day with the kids because she homeschools them. And so um, I think this year they're doing something called like uh, Jotham's Journey. It's a it's a book. It's kind of like, yeah, it, it might be a little kitschy, but it's 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 kind of uh, but it's good for kids uh, where it's like a, a, a story of a, of a boy who's kind of like going through like he's meeting the, the characters of the nativity mm-hmm. and interacting mm-hmm. with them. And, and uh, the kids are really into it. And so they do that during the day. Um, the nights that I'm home and able that you know, we have peeled it back where in the evenings instead of like, all right, now we're going to do this really intricate devotion. Uh, I, I generally, for Christmas time, I do the Jesus Storybook Bible. You know, mm-hmm. I think that it points. Yeah, it, we do the same thing. Yeah, it, I mean, it points really well and also just so happens numerically to be 
<laughs> really great tool for it that. It's really great. And uh, and so we do the Jesus Storybook Bible. Um, there are some things that we do, um, like um, our kids. Um, we we teach that we like have like a hymn a month that we do, and so Christmas time uh, we pick a couple of hymns uh, and they do they do a hymn a week, and so we have you know things that are my favorite. My favorite of all time wasn't as a kid. I hated it as a kid. But um, but my favorite hymn now is, is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. No. Yeah, Silver Bells. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Silver Bells, Christmas Shoes, Mary Did You Know. Um, and so, <laughs> I want my kids to hate me. And um, anyways, and so we, we they go through it. And so um, if someone just even like, if someone even just starts one of those hymns, no lie, and I'll and I'll pass uh, the mic here in just a second. But I don't even understand what happened with this. But my uh, my youngest son Chandler went to like he went outside the other day, and it was really cold. And he came in, he was freezing, and he like he's like, "Mom, can I take a bath?" And she's like, "Yes." He goes, "When I come out of the bath, can I have hot cocoa?" And then we and then you sing, "Hark the Herald Angels Sing" as I walk out into the living room, <laughs> and she's like. Very dramatic. <laughs> yeah, no, like, ser- like seriously. And so he came out, and she handed him hot cocoa, and he was just kind of like stood there, like waiting. She's like, "Park the," you know, and like busted into it. So, you know, uh, it's, it's it's a little shooting at the hip sometimes at the Smith household. But I think, uh, but we, but there's there's so much more of like a Sabbath rest in it for us mm-hmm. than there used to be. Mm-hmm. So. That's great. I think it's interesting what you said about categorizing as you as a child, categorizing Jesus with those things. Because mm-hmm. um, that's something that, I mean, having a nine-week-old now, I'm actually going to have to try to figure out. But it's something I've always theorized or had an idea about. It's like, I don't really want to tell my kids Santa's real because what happens when they're 10, they discover Santa's not real. Well, what about this other <laughs> figure that I've never seen who's larger than life, who does a lot of good things? Yeah. Is he real too? <laughs> and so I've always thought to myself, no, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like, not, not to like start a controversy or war. I'm not going to lie to my kids about about G, about um, about Santa because I don't want them to associate Jesus in that same bucket. You said That's just something I've always lies. thought about. And so yeah, and so <laughs> as long um, as you have you a praying that. Santa at your nativity, yeah. you're fine. Though. So <laughs> it's interesting you said that. Like no, I actually had that experience, and that's something that's like I wonder if that that happens. And so yeah. glad you brought that up. Yeah. Well, I've actually and, and and this is the one weird thing with this with our kids is like we've you know we've said that like we told them the truth like okay people yeah. people do this some fun they do like don't be a jerk yeah don't tell the other don't kids. root like don't, don't crush the childhood <laughs> of everyone else around you and but one thing that has that has changed with us a little bit is like because over the years we've you know uh we we classically educate our kids we love the influence of books we love the influence of imagination we think that those things are keys to the kingdom for our for our kids um and so um there is a part to it where we where like my eldest son this year came to my wife and uh and said mom i'm kind of sad that i can't believe in santa Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i'm like you know okay five year ago version of me be like yes i have (laughs) i've nailed it as a parent my kid's sad Mm -hmm. you know that (laughs) um, (laughs) like that's that's good destroy their hopes yeah seriously you know i mean that's kind of where i was and so but now i look at that and i'm like and so she called me in the middle of the day. She's like, he's having like this existential crisis about, about being sad about the fact that he wants to believe that. And so we had a talk with him like, son, you, okay, like we want you to be able to use your imagination. If you want to talk about those things and do those things, you can do those. Like we kind of yeah. gave him like permission to, 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 to dabble in that yeah. because we also see 
the we see growth in him. We see that that mm-hmm. he knows he knows what Christmas is about now. It's yeah. not that it's not a trade off. So so we've you know we've kind of gone back and yeah. forth. Yeah, we so. were we were originally challenged by some <clears throat> a couple that were kind of mentors to Sawyer and I that we respected a lot, and uh, they really said, "Hey, you know, we're actually we're going to do this whole Santa thing," and it was for that reason. It was for the reason of just wonderment and imagination mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and things like that. And uh, Sawyer and I kind of punted on all of that. We just said, "Well, you know, we're not sure one way or another. We'll just kind of." you know, not emphasize it, not over or under emphasize it, just not really do it and mm-hmm. everything. And it was interesting because it really wouldn't have mattered one way or another. And so I'll tell you the story <laughs> of our two kids anyway. So Jackson is super left brain, very factual and everything. I mean, he saw his, we go to Sawyer's, uh, you know, family's uh, Christmas and uh, Santa walks in like full, you know, thing. And like Jackson, I mean, I remember at like age two and a half was like, that's Uncle Duke, right? It's like, yeah, it's Uncle Duke. <laughs> and so, you know, he just, he wasn't going to have any of it anyway. He was just going to, you know, uh, uh, you know, well, he can't possibly do that. Like, that's not what this is really about. And so we talked about, you know, uh, St. Nicholas. We did kind of the Christian thing, you know, with him. <laughs> Fast forward, Let my watch daughter. Watch the Veggie Tales about St. Nicholas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but my daughter, she is the most creative. We can't even stop her. So even us having this discussion many years before, like it didn't really matter because my daughter, on the other hand, was told by her factual brother, Santa's not real from the time, I mean, from forever. <laughs> and she doesn't care. He's real to her. Yeah. And so like she will sit there and just go like, I saw Santa, like, and she just gets so excited. And so the other night we're exiting the freeway and there's this truck with a trailer coming from the Parade of Lights downtown. And so it's got, you know, a a sleigh on the back of the trailer and these, you know, uh, reindeer that are lit up and, you know, kind of, and uh, and Ryan, like, shrieks, she's like, it's him, it's him, it's him, it's him. Like, that's amazing and everything else. And my son is just like, Ryan, Santa's not real, and she's like, he's so great. Yeah, like, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. We, you know, we weren't really going to be off. able to. Yeah, we weren't going to be able to do anything about it anyway. And uh, you know, I think that you know, you can you can honor God both ways. I think that it really boils down to like. You know, are you doing things that are really going to tr- truly uh, cultivate a worshipful attitude in your kids? And you, are you doing it in faith? Do you feel like, you know, uh, you're doing what God has put a conviction in your uh, in your heart? Like if you grew up in a family that really didn't emphasize or overemphasize Santa and you're going to either continue that tradition or react against it or whatever else. Like, I mean, as long as you've examined, you know, kind of what you want for that thing to kind of look like, I think that there's a lot of grace and freedom in it. But the, the question is, like, what are you going to do to then, you know, kind of push back towards uh, towards Jesus uh, and and Him truly being the center, not just of this time of year, but the you know the whole year and all of our lives. So I think that that's uh, that's kind of where we've ended up. We've been trying to, you know, um, I don't know, let let our kids go with it a little bit and everything, and you know, kind of end up where they're going to end up. And yeah, you know, we've uh, faced some you know kind of fodder on the family side of things with Jackson you know, not, uh, not believing in Santa completely apart from us telling him one thing or another. And then we've, uh, you know, been able to see some of this wonderment. And then now we've got, you know, this new, new baby, you know, one-year-old, uh, Henry, where we walk outside this year and I'm not, I'm not, you know, the guy that wants to put lights all over everything and everything else, but Sawyer's, uh, 
Sawyer's aunt and uncle own a roofing business, and they give us uh, uh, they give us the uh, um, the lights on the outside of our house for free, and so we do it. And then we uh, you know we uh, looked at it the other day. We drove up to our house, and the lights are all on. And Henry, one years old, just mouth opened, mm-hmm. and like he's full of wonder. And I don't want to steal that from our kids. It really is something that I think is kind of unique, and it's something that they'll remember for the rest of their lives. So I think that that's. Uh, that that's good. So, um, you know, uh, Andrew, as you're starting to kind of plan what y'all are going to do, kind of moving into, uh, you know, uh, moving into the years to come when you don't have an infant and everything, uh, what are you kind of thinking that you'd like to do? Y'all are doing a, a devotional this year, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me personally, that I mean, that's something we'll probably continue to want to, to do. Um, I... Rather than picking up somebody else's, I would kind of like to write it myself, uh, but we'll see what happens in the years. You know, we've had that the discussion, though, about whether or not uh, we want to talk about Santa or, or not, and we found ourselves just yesterday uh, at a neighborhood uh, event where they had a Santa and all the kids could take their picture, and um, and we... <laughs> Go figure. We set Theodore down in Santa's lap and, and took the picture because we're like, well, that's a really cute yeah. picture. <laughs> you know, I don't know what we'll tell him about this in the future. It's hard to get away from that, bro. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we will do actually much uh, different than what we're trying to start doing now. It'll hopefully be something that'll be uh, more involved with uh, with Theo and with our, our, our future children, God willing, where they can uh, take part in it as well mm-hmm. uh, and, and have some ownership of it. Is that something that, that you guys do? You include your kids in any elements of kind of your, your celebration of Advent? Yeah, I mean, we do things like we have... Um, I mean, we've we've definitely we've changed things that we felt you know like we kind of look at each at each at the beginning of each season and kind of see what kind of fits the personality of our family mm-hmm. um, at that time you know because yeah, okay. the makeup kind of changes as you you know as you go along and your kids get older and you, or you have young kids again uh, but we do like we have we have a um, and you know Advent candles and a wreath you know on yeah. our table and so we um, risk them burning the house down um, and let them light the candles. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, and, and do that. Um, and so, um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we can, we involve them in those, in those elements. Um, yeah, what about? Yeah, I mean, for us, we, we uh, virtually everything that we do is specifically because of our kids. Like, right. I mean, it's not that we wouldn't celebrate Christmas if it wasn't for our kids. It's just that the things that we do, you know. So, yeah, I mean, absolutely. We we include our kids in everything that we do. I mean, the, the spiritual things that we do and, you know, reading through stuff. But it's cool because now Jackson's getting to the age of seven. We're starting to see those dividends of including him in all of the worship that we do. So, I mean, even Sunday services, you kind of go through that, like, the years where it's hard, you know, to have them in on our services. And I looked down this morning, uh, literally this morning, and I see my son, you know, singing the, you know, he knows the Christmas hymns and he's singing them out loud. He's Mm -hmm. seven years old. And so, you know, we we get to see and reap some of those rewards and it's good. But then also, I mean, on the non-spiritual side too, we go to the same, um, you know, Christmas tree place every year. We pick out a real, you know, tree. Our kids go nuts for it. Sometimes we've been... Yeah, we've been uh, 
we've been, you know, this year we were a little later because it's been a busy, you know, season. So we didn't get it, you know, didn't get it up right after Thanksgiving. But we just have know. a projection of a tree on the wall. Oh, that's that's <laughs> so smart. yeah. You get the lasers yeah. on the outside of the house so that you don't that's have it. to. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it's good stuff. So, uh, hey, go ahead. I was gonna ask. Uh, I know we need to wrap up here, but. Um, for you guys that have older children, are there things that you have done in the past that you either wish you hadn't or could give advice to uh, new parents or people who hope to be parents in the future, be, you know, um, who you would say, I probably wouldn't do that again? I, I can give a, a, just a, a, a quick kind of like don't and then like a little in, in encouragement. I've, I mean, the, the main thing, like, a, and I've already stated it, was just that we have to, we're so like wired to, to screw things up, uh, you know, when it comes to, to like taking something that is a beautiful story and instead feeling like that the onus is on us and not trusting the spirit and not, uh, and not actually having, uh, it be a worshipful thing for us, whatever you're doing, it needs to be a worshipful thing for you as well, you know, and not something that you're just, cause your kids, they can totally tell when you're when you're just trying to, you know, like sell them a product, you know, and you're trying to sell them the, and this is the incarnation, you know, I'm not really into it, but you should be, you know, type of thing. And so, um, I think that it, that it's find something that works well for your family. Um, and so, um, and that's, and that's like, don't get frustrated with your kids. If they, if you don't feel they're getting it, um, you know, have grace, grace for them because oftentimes we don't get it. Um, and then, um, and so trust in that. And I would say that just a few things I wanted to share about things that help us in this season. We shoot for, um, to have like good music in our, uh, in our house. Uh, we, every year we crank out like Andrew Peterson's behold the lamb of God, you know, that's like our soundtrack for the Christmas season, you know? Um, so it's just, it's amazing things. Got stuff for kids as well. Um, and we do a lot of books, um, a, a lot of a lot of Christmas books. Um, some of them, you know, some of them are kind of nativity based. Other things are just things that point to Jesus. Um, I mean, there's some that we. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I actually am kind of ashamed. There's this one particular book called The Christmas Miracle of Jonathan Toomey. I will seriously cry when I read it. Uh, and I like read it last night. And I'm like trying to not have like a hollow voice while I'm you know, while I'm reading it. Um, but it's a, it's it's a story that that I don't know. There, it like shows like the healing nature of the gospel while also giving you the nativity. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I think that mine's really simple. Uh, honestly, uh, we've had years where we've been uh, we just had too much. We overburdened the schedule and things like that. So I don't have any, um, you know, specific like traditions that I wish that we hadn't done. Um, I wish that there were years in the past where my kids' recollection of what we were doing wasn't, you know, traveling from here to there mm -hmm. or, you know, dad being very busy with the end of year books or these meetings or whatever else. I think that the closer you can make the holiday season being something that's truly just kind of uh, uh, joyful and uh, and everything else, I think, is, is really important, um, you know, and then also kind of along the same lines, uh, we had Jackson on December 20th and everything, so our first, you know, Christmas as a family was five days after, and then I went to, I went back to work on the 26th because I didn't know that, uh, you know, I didn't know that paternity leave was an actual thing, and so I'll never <laughs> kind of live that down, and that also kind of impacted everything. So I just keep things simple, yeah. and that's what I'd really uh, encourage people to do. Thank you so much for uh, joining us for this edition, this installment of the Men of the City podcast. Mm -hmm.